and we're rolling. Welcome, guys, to finally yet another Men Who Attract podcast. And this time we've got a different guest. Oh my god! So this guy is basically a mentor of mine and good friend who I met. Don't know how many years ago now, three or four or something. Four or five, maybe, maybe even five. So. Back when I really started to push my coaching business on Facebook, I was posting a lot of the pickup groups. And obviously there's a lot of immaturity and um, confusion amongst not only the um, the coaches, but obviously the confusion with the guys who are looking for actual, real, actionable advice that they can actually use. Um, And every once in a while, there'd be somebody who clearly had success with women outside of the pickup thing as a result of his way of being and that that was very uh cool i liked it in fact at first i'm like fuck this guy's better at talking about it than me like, <laughs> like fuck i'm gonna stop doing it i'm gonna go and start selling ice cream or something <laughs> but it turns out there's enough space for everybody but um yeah introducing chris bale how's it going chris good um I'm confused with the weather, though, because I don't know if I should be wearing a jacket or a sling vest. A sling vest? A wife beater, I believe. A string is the, vest? Is the politically incorrect term yeah. for it. A can of strong beer in one hand and a fag in the other. A cigarette for the Cig- American yeah. uh, <laughs> audience. You really need to be specific <laughs> about that. Mm-hmm. So we sat here in uh, one of, well, probably the nicest park in Warsaw, looking at lovely couples walking by and their entourage. Oh, and yeah, what should we talk about? We, sh- I didn't even throw out to the uh, guys in the group. What should I ask Chris if we do end, end up doing a podcast? But I did post yesterday a little poll asking what the next topics you'd like me to talk about in my next videos should be. So I guess I could start by picking out one of those. Um, hmm. What were they? I can't see them on my screen. <laughs> Are you able to, to do be, both of this? No, you're absolutely right. Technology. Um, yeah, multi-something. Uh, um, but more than anything, I guess we can just flow with whatever questions come up. And I mean, once we start speaking about something, it will naturally transition. Oh. How about let's start with just giving a little brief overview of the work that you do and um, kind of how you decided or became finding yourself doing the thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Because before you were more into, I guess, coaching men, how to yeah. get with chicks and stuff like that. So sure. Talk to um, the process. So, yeah, I initially started the work with men, but I was always very kind of aware of the fact that there was this whole other side being women, being femininity, that I was kind of seeing in my personal life the benefit of the women that I was starting to engage with and seeing, okay, this is this is interesting because when I'm being with her, she's going through different forms of healing. She's going through a lot of her own emotional stuff. She's becoming more sensitive to her nature, to her sexuality and to things like this. So the more, because my background is acupuncture, qigong, meditation, things like that. So I'm always looking at the squirrel. <laughs> Sorry, I need to 
keep these on so I don't see squirrels please? or close my eyes. Keep these on? <laughs> what does that mean to the listeners? Oh, yeah, sunglasses. I forget. There's, keep my sunglasses on. Um, <laughs> so, you know, what I was starting to notice is that there was a big gap in the level of truth that women were receiving from men. So as I was doing my work and as I was assisting men, I was also by default unintentionally kind of assisting women. Um, and as women were coming to me for energy healing and acupuncture and different forms of, of therapies, I was noticing that, okay, there's a big area that is not being dealt with, that has not really been spoken to. So as I was engaging more with women, I started to then go deeper into their process and increase my own presence as a man so I could show up in a different way and a more effective way for her as well. Because more than anything, I'm really seeing the the level of dysfunction that is existing within women, within the feminine, within the fact that they never really get to meet a man. They meet grown males in in big bodies but they're functioning more like children Absolutely. and I was really starting to see just from a from an awareness from a consciousness standpoint seeing the detrimental effect that this was having on women's development and their felt sense of security and safety just within their own uh, their emotional stratosphere and within their ability just to even express and explore their own sex. Um, because what I come to realize as I've been working with women, at this point I've worked with thousands of women over the past 10 years, and really seeing the fact that sex and bliss and pleasure is actually their nature naturally. Whereas men, we function differently. So now that I'm working with men and women, I'm really here to support the differences in a time where everybody's trying to be the fucking same. So uh, hopefully that gives a general idea of the work that I do. Okay. So so for the guys in my audience, they're going to be like, what the fuck does all that mean? Like, what, what, what do they care about? That kind of thing. That's, honestly, a lot of the guys would definitely be... Cause this, this is something that they would not have heard discussed before. Like in my experience, because I've actually worked with Chris, I went on a retreat that he ran a couple of years ago uh, in the Canary Islands. And um, for me, it was an opening, an eye-opening experience just to be around the rest of the guys who were there and to notice how much, I guess, calmer I was than they were and were present. And there was a lot of emotional release going on in the room um, where I kind of maintained this, I guess part of that is having worked with men myself and being around them in their chaos and having to maintain my calm and also the things that I've done in my life outside of the work um, and having encountered so many chaotic people so that's trained me to get to my calm but with the main thing that I took away from that experience I think it was three or four days on the retreat was uh, it was a chance for me to disconnect from the chaos of my own life and come back to myself so when I left the retreat I was calm as fuck I reached another level of yeah. presence and calm I remember <laughs> yeah it was uh, 
a good investment for sure well that's the deepest nature of man it's to be in his calm it's to be in his presence it's to be in his consciousness it's to have faced all of his own emotional fears and his insecurities so head on that nothing else is intimidating to him because he's went so deeply into his own shit into his own childishness into all the ways that he feels so needy and all the ways he pulls at women for sex and all the ways he never is fully authentic in his communications with anybody in his life even himself um so when a man finally goes into that depth of himself now there's no more being afraid of a woman or communicating yourself honestly to people and the result of that is calmness it's it's being at ease it's it's no longer looking outside of yourself for validation you become self-validating unless a man comes to that part in his life he's never free that's that's the the kick about in fact Mm. yeah well so when i was just going through the topics one of the second most popular one with 20 votes just behind the first the most popular one which was how to start becoming socially accepted and popular <laughs> um, the second one was how to be calm enough to always know what to say with women what to say well that's such a deep question because I mean what do you think she wants you to say well yeah and also why are you trying to give her what you think she wants there you go why don't you say what you want to say mm-hmm. so when you calm enough you know well a lot of what you know is uh because you're so calm you're not all up in your head focused on uh, your own insecurities and all of that you can actually sense what the person in front of you is feeling and therefore most likely thinking Mm -hmm. so you know what they need from you yeah well you know what like you can just be so present with them that you're able to be on a level with them and really cooperate communicate and um go where the nature wants to take you and that's again the presence thing where a man needs to be able to separate from his overthinking mind and get back in his body so when he puts himself in front of a woman he's just showing up almost empty in a sense so empty that he can be fully present with her and then actually learn how to dance with her because this is the the issue that i see with men when they're in this industry or in this realm of trying to be with more women or get better with women they're making it so structured they're doing it as if they're trying to pick up a man as if they're trying to seduce a man but what men need to realize is that women function differently to us she functions on the subtle plane Um, that's why you almost have to show up empty in order to learn to dance with her because she's always communicating subtly what she needs from you in every single moment ain't that right so you don't need to know what to say she's telling you if you're aware enough and you're willing to really be present with her and to look her in the eye and to also because this is not about being perfect or being superman or feeling totally grounded all the time what this is more about is being human so feeling the fact that shit this woman scares the fuck out of me and she's creating a lot of emotional stuff right now in me 
express that to her. That's one of the sexiest things that you can do for a woman. Is just to express it, say, sweetheart, I just saw you. You're you're something to me, and I feel a whole bunch of stuff with you. Um, and I just wanted to come and say that. And I don't know where I want to take it, but I came here because I wanted to meet you. This is what she needs from you. It's the honesty, because she's caught up in her own bullshit. Yeah, it's important what you said there about the men thing. They're doing it as if they're trying to pick up or seduce a man. When men encounter each other for the first time there's often a little bit of this kind of establishing like dominance or establishing who's who and what's what and you know um proving each other pre- proving ourselves to each other in some kind of way um i've certainly let go of that for myself so my connections with men are, are way better than they used to be because it's more about well, like to be able to establish trust with people so it's not about i'm better than you and proving myself with women and the the thing if because guys always like oh Chris what do women want tell me what Mm. what do I gotta do what what does a woman want and I always say that I don't give a fuck what she wants I'm not here to give her what she wants don't fall into that trick I'm here to bring to her what she needs and what she needs is to meet a man and what she's looking for what woman on a collective is looking for in her deepest essence is to be seen by a man when you see her you penetrate her because you don't even have to have your genitals in her when just you see her what not you imagine her to be or what you fantasize her to be or what you've kind of been shown on the internet of what she's supposed to be exactly you don't know who she is until you see the presence in front of you the energetic being mm-hmm. and doing enough with yourself and almost uh, becoming so accustomed to physical beauty that you can actually drop under it and and meet the human mm-hmm. in there because her whole life has been identified with her physical beauty and this is why she's so miserable because yep. she's never really being seen mm-hmm. she's being ogled ogled but no one's making contact with her this is the thing. I mean, I was about to ask you, like, in practical terms, because the guys are asking how, how to be calm. Part of it is this thing that I talk about with my guys in the group all the time is, who are you following on Instagram? Do you know them? Or is she just this pretty-ass, beautiful girl? And that's reinforcing this idea that beauty is something that is not a part of your life. It's something that you are secretly privately admiring from afar and wishing that you had mm-hmm. I mean, there was a little bit of hypocrisy in me and that I take photographs that end up on Instagram of beautiful girls but <laughs> part of the reason I do that is it's one of the many ways that I involve beauty in my life beautiful females it's just one of them it's also good practice for me to be around them on the photo shoot because I do generally keep a very professional and platonic kind of distance but um, way of being bonds. around them, the, yeah, mm-hmm. you know, and that really, really works well. It, it helps to maintain or train my own calm. Um, but basically, when the, the beautiful girl walks in the room, I feel the same way as before she walked in the room, and that's something that has taken practice. Mm-hmm. And there are things that guys can do to themselves a head start with that including like 
stop admiring women in secret in private and not letting them know that you're doing that like um, across the room even like you sat there and you're checking a, a girl out in the corner of your eye and, and if she looks in the direction that you're saying you pretend that you weren't doing that yeah. i like to sit there and smile at the beauty mm-hmm. you know, and, and all of the beauty around not just her but you know, the situation i'm in because every situation that i'm in every place that i go i've chosen it for its beauty yes. i don't go anywhere that i don't like to be i don't sit in the waiting room of the um, of, of like the dole office mm-hmm. i've chosen to put myself in a situation that i don't need to be in an ugly situation like that um so i can always look around and go oh isn't this beautiful yeah, well, that's a part of just being in the environment, actually being there and mm-hmm. realizing that you're a part of it, that there's oneness here. So what a lot of guys will do due to their fear is they're in an environment, but they're internally separated from it, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Um, whereas you're in it, so you're seeing it and you're feeling it and, and then you're communicating how it's impacting you back to the environment. So there becomes a loop of, of this communication, um, which is important. On terms of, of being calm, you cannot reclaim your calm until you reclaim your absolute and utter fear and terror. That's how you come to calm. It's by being deeply uncomfortable and saying, you know, putting your hands up and going, I'm fucking uncomfortable, but I'm going to figure out how to relax into this discomfort right now Mm -hmm. and open to it and expand to it rather than resisting it or trying to control it or trying to do something to it. You're only not calm because you're fighting yourself on what you're feeling inside. Uh, Calmness is just the result of being okay with whatever happens and realizing you have no control anyway. Control is a fucking myth. We, we have none of it. Mm-hmm. So being comfortable, being uncomfortable is the practice that I feel needs to be done. And this doesn't mean go out and do all these social experiment things like you see a lot of pickup guys doing. There's nothing wrong with it, but you really want to make it real life where it can be as simple as you standing in a line at a shop and there's women around you and you're feeling oh shit, I need to be a certain way now for these women. Mm. And, and just getting real with yourself and dropping your shoulders. That's Noticing it. all the ways that you're tensing your body. Actually come back into your beingness mm-hmm. and learn how to breathe again. Uh, be <laughs> it, soft. Yes, it needs to happen in the moment. You can't just be in a room on your own <coughs> meditating. I always say you can't meditate your balls back. Mm-hmm. You can be with your emotions and you can heal a lot of your feminine stuff with that. But to really exercise your, your, your role as a man in this life, that's coming from your externalization of your truth and how gutsy and how courageous you are willing to be in the face of all the things that make you uncomfortable. That is what a woman wants to lay down with doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't matter anything else. It's about how you live your life, how you feel towards yourself, and how you show up when you're uncomfortable. Yeah. That's what it's about. So I think a lot of guys just go in this, this kind of candy floss direction where it's just the superficial and it's, oh, give me those words and, and give me these quick tips and techniques. It's like, no, motherfucker, you need to die to yourself. Or overcompensating and... Constantly being, constantly being at war with whatever it is they're insecure about. For uh-huh. example, 
Gotta get bigger, gotta get more muscles, things like this. Yeah. You know? <laughs> gotta some get of, hair transplants. Yeah, some of my favorite dudes are doing that. Some of my, the guys who I love and respect the most, including yeah. some of the guys in the group, they, they're definitely doing that. They're getting big, big feet. Yeah. But they're not all that good at being, well, they're not relaxed around people in general. And also what you got to understand when you tap into the energy aspect of this, which women are far more sensitive to, that the bigger you get and the harder your body becomes, the less you can feel, the less potency she feels from you. You might look pretty to an idiot, but it's the same the other way around. <laughs> when a man sees a woman who is totally, utterly dead and disconnected inside in, in a skirt and high heels, and he's like, oh my God, she's so beautiful. It's like, no, she's wearing idiot bait. You just happen to be the idiot that she's going to catch. <laughs> yeah, we need to be willing to connect with one another again. And that's what everyone's afraid of, men and women. They're afraid to feel stuff. Mm. If you're not feeling, you know, what's the point in any of this? The other hot topic that I've been bringing up a lot in the last month or so in, in my work has been the the dick energy that I'm, call, I'm calling it and how it's our drive. Mm -hmm. And without it or without, well, a good relationship with it, you're not going to be bringing that energy into all your pursuits in life. You're not going to be creating the best reality that you can for yourself. You're going to be losing your shit more often than you need to and more than you need to. Confession, I ejaculated on Saturday night. I don't normally do that. It was the first time, what, three weeks, I think, all that? No, it was two weeks. But it was just one of those situations. She was... That's she, what, she milked you. She milked me. She got it over you. And it was hot, and it was fine. <laughs> but yeah, but um, the recovery for me is much better than it was. Mm -hmm. You know, it would usually fuck me up for a couple of days. Um, but also because I'm pretty driven these days compared to how I was, I just get back on anyway. And I took a full day's rest yesterday and all of that. Yeah. But... Um, the addiction to porn is fucking up guys and I'm always telling them do you want to be a man or a child and you've got to watch yourself with this do you want to like all those, thing, all those things that you really want and that man who you want to be that calm ass kind of self trusting mm -hmm. further word trust than being self confident confidence about trusting yourself really yeah. um, you've got to have you your energy, the energy from your dick intact. So, I mean, the way I see it is that basically the, your sperm are, are sending a signal to you saying, we want beauty. And every time you give them something other than that, you're letting them down and that's why you feel unhappy about the way you're doing things. So the very, from the core of your DNA, the message is there, it's clear. And every time you don't do what the message is telling you. It's just weakening you. What, you're, what do you have to say about all of that? This is one of your things mm. that you're very good at articulating. Um, so the, the porn thing that you, that you mentioned first, porn is very insidious because it, it starts to create a false reality inside of a man's being, inside of his mind, inside of his head. And it utterly compromises him because it, it creates 
distraction in him. It creates an arousal around what is not real. Uh, it weakens the man to the point where then when he does actually be with a woman in person, he cannot stand present with her in what's real, which is what she is there for. Women are coming to men for that, to be clarified by him. So porn is, is really turning men, it's turning you into an idiot. It's also fueling emotional reactivity to sexual stimulus. And if you really want to be able to hold on to your power and to your integrity and really be able to make love to women and be present with women in a way that opens her to the point where you get to experience sex in a way that is totally, you know, times 100 to what you may be used to, you need to be able to be present to what's real and not be caught up in your fantasies. Um, so for, for that reason, porn is, is deeply crippling to, to men as a whole. It keeps us weak, it keeps us flaccid, it keeps us tired, it keeps men anxious and depressed. So as soon as someone can step away from that, the better. On the, the penis thing, my, the term that I use from the energetics, because that's always where I am kind of coming from when I'm speaking about stuff, the man's genitals energetically is his positive pole so and it's kind of like we're batteries and women are opposite so a man is positive in his genitals his penis his balls his perineum his anus and he's negative in his heart in his chest in his mind this is where we take in information whereas the woman is the opposite she's positive in her heart because she's here to embody love this is why women are so fucked up right now on the planet is because women are afraid to feel she's afraid to be in her heart and we've turned women into men so now she's grown a penis and she wants to be like a man and do things that a man does and she starts to sacrifice who she is and it's the opposite way for men men are told how dangerous his sex is how bad his desires are how all the things he wants just to be happy and fed as a man in his life. How all these things are bad. So he then moves away from his power, which is his positive pole, which is his penis. And he's then feminized and he's brought up to his heart. And if you go to any spirituality, all, all men be in your heart. Mm -hmm. be in your, like, what the fuck is that about? Mm -hmm. <laughs> if anyone really understood what it was that they're speaking about energetically you would realize that a man comes to love through his sex. A man makes his way to his heart through his genitals. That's why when you find or you come in contact with a woman who's beautiful, you want to have sex with her. Instantly, you could literally lay down right away and have sex with her because this starts to open your heart as a man. And it's, it's total retardation of how we function. Um, so when you realize that, you can start to to kind of come back to this area of yourself and start to embody yourself here. When I work with men, they're cut at the waist. Like, there's no feeling below. They're used to jerking off fast. Everything is numb, insensitive. He has no ability to be present in that part of his body when a lot of energy comes up. Instead, he just spits it out in ejaculation. So the man's maturation process from little boy to man is really so much about him having full domain over his sex and over his energy and over his experience of how he brings it forward in his life, how he expresses it, how he shares it. 
Um, but we're in a time right now where men are being burnt at the stake for having a penis. Yep. And women. I pay zero suffer. attention to it. I hope so. Yeah. And that, yeah. for me, has been the key. So it's never on my mind, oh, well, if these girls are going to be. Mm-hmm. Not cool. In fact, you know what? Just a quick. Uh, as an aside, I'm, I have friends who are into the. F- feminism thing uh, and lesbians who are posting on Instagram stories all the time about stuff that's like has nothing to do with the reality of things yet they're very warm and accepting and loving and physical with me Uh which is interesting don't see me as one of those guys it's the the anger is coming from their experience of underdeveloped men who have been manipulative and who don't take responsibility for their own lives, so then she has to pick up the slack. Mm. Um, and she has to kind of do the man thing too, because the man there clearly is not doing it. Uh, so, I mean, that would make sense. When you're really understanding what it means to be here as a man, when a woman comes into your contact, she just utterly melts and relaxes. It doesn't matter what her preferences are. This is an energetic thing. This universe functions by specific laws, and that's one of them, the law of polarity. Mm-hmm. So it's by default. Ain't that right? So what else we've got on our little list of topics? And of course, you know, on, a, on this type of a medium, we can cover a lot of topics, but we can really only kind of touch the surface um, in terms of the depth that these topics that we're talking about go into. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to state that because I don't want a man hearing this and going, oh shit, this is so confusing or this, it feels good, but how, 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 how? Yeah. You know, because we're just touching the surface. And sure. So there are going to be guys who are going to be, well, yeah, how? What's the message for those guys? Like, well, first of all, <laughs> pay attention to those basic action steps that we, we've even talked about here in the podcast things like check who you're following on Instagram that's like one basic thing but they can contact you Chris do you want to work with people? <laughs> I'm booked out until mid-November but I'm working with people mm. I'm, I'm fully working with people all the time um, but what I what I want to say practically to men is that your firmness and your honesty and your authenticity, and even your fear that's that's kind of wrapped around it right now, given the society that you're a part of, your authenticity is needed, your strength is needed so much right now, because what most guys don't have is a look inside the the doorway that I am, I feel so gifted to have the ability to work so closely with so many women, because I really see the, the level of, of necessity that is needed from men right now because women are suffering even if she says i'm fine i don't need no man she is fucking suffering so if there's anything i can communicate to the men is please from a practical sense start becoming aware of all the ways that you disallow your own authenticity and do whatever it is that you have to do to start being able to communicate in your life authentically with everybody because this will allow him to really do his work this is the work this will bring him to all his fears all his insecurities all the ways he doesn't feel good enough 
all the ways he thinks, oh, I'm, is it okay for me to say this and ask for this? So this, it's very simple in essence, but it's not easy. But it will change everything. Everything. There's one thing I always say to the guys who have been doing lots of approaching and trying to pick up girls and it hasn't been working out for them, or those who are actually willing to admit that it's not really working for them, and good on them, is to have an interim period of continuing to meet women and just friend zone them, or just be be with them without it being about trying to get some think uh, get somewhere with them or something from them and just just the being with them part is enough and using that as an opportunity to observe how you're tensing up around women and, and becoming soft where you need to letting go of that tension and for lots of the guys I've, I've uh, prescribed that to the feedback has been well, women are being real with me for the first time because I'm just meeting them with no agenda other than to make myself known and that's a good start. Making yourself known is the basic foundation of any connection. People have to know that you exist. And what do you want them to know you as? Well, someone who they can at least trust. Because yes. as you say, Chris, you can't trust a man who's uncomfortable with the lack of sex he's having or something like that. You can't trust a man who's horny and uncomfortable with that. You can't you trust also, a man who's... You also can't trust a man who doesn't even trust himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a man who is trying to do everything and a whole bunch of miscommunications just to kind of get his needs met in this seedy kind of it's kind of disgusting it's kind of a disgusting way of you know that's no fucking posture for a man say what you want mm-hmm. ask for it but don't don't just allow yourself to tuck your dick in between your legs and have all this manner of miscommunication because that's being back home with mommy and that's the mother wound that I see repeated in men because um, it's our first female relationship in most cases. And that needs to be clarified. The man needs to go into that. The man needs to see whether or not he is still living his life based on the way his mother trained him to live his life. And this is where so much of the appeasing women comes from. Yep. It's like, oh, I hope she likes me if I say this. Because uh-huh. we don't want to be disciplined. Because you've got love. Yeah. When you did right by mommy and Don't you got taken from you when you didn't. Punished or humiliated or made to cry. Yeah. Uh, and also there's, I, I, I see this, this leaning in, I mean, I, I guess it's called the pickup industry, a dating, pickup pick scene. Subculture, yeah. I in the culture where men are kind of actively doing this as a, as a practice and, and, trying to meet women kind of in a shotgun way or in a very dedicated way. I see a lot of leaning on being direct as it's seen, oh, this is how you be a man, you know, you be direct, you, you, because I'm also saying this, I'm also communicating, you know, be authentic. But right back to what you said about befriending women, what I would say to men is that you should never put your penis inside of a woman that you're not friends with. <laughs> friendliness needs Ain't to be right. friendliness needs yeah. to be the benchmark that everything else is done upon mm-hmm. if that's not there then you're an idiot because you're sacrificing yourself you're treating yourself like shit because you haven't even connected in any way with this woman because you're afraid to and I see this when men come in either be my friend or, or no either fuck me or fuck off 
I've heard guys say this, and it's oh, like, oh, you know, sweetheart, yeah. you're so you're so terrified of of being vulnerable, but you got to be willing to to feel with a woman. And a part of that is, yeah, you might be confused. You might you might be like, oh shit, I'm liking her, and I think she's liking me, but nothing is really being said right now. These are all the situations that you need to get comfortable with. Because she doesn't want to be categorized by you. Mm -hmm. She wants to be loved by you in whatever way you can bring that forward. But she doesn't want to just be one thing. And if that's what you want to do, then be gay. <laughs> you know, women are the wrong people for you to try to be with if that's how you want to approach it. Just to get your dick wet. Um, you've got to be willing to to feel stuff <laughs> that may not be fully comfortable or controllable for you but I promise you if you do that your life with women will absolutely change and you'll experience love as a man because it's different as a woman but what's the point in approaching a girl if you're not gonna f this kind of these are the well, responses the I get when I talk about this oh man it's I love being able to walk into one of the many places that I hang out at and five of the females there who work there or are the regulars there or ten of them, it's hugs and love or they get off their chair and come across the room to greet me and invite me to their birthday party. Mm -hmm. It's, um, that's nice. And they all know that I have a dick and that I'm a heterosexual man and they all know that I'm with, sometimes I take girls there or sometimes I end up sleeping with one of those girls because of the connection we've had over weeks or months. That's cool. Rather than being a, an outsider who, oh no, there's hot girls here. Like some of the places where I go, the girls are stunningly beautiful and so sweet and feminine and cool and real. Some of the, the guys that I've taken uh, are introduced to these places, like the hostel bars or the um, bars that I go to. They freeze up completely because all these girls and they always ask me what do you how do these girls all like why are they so cool with you what do you say to these girls and I said it's not what I'm saying to them it's, it's the guy I'm choosing to be you know not intimidated not tensing up when they're around not going oh my god she's so hot I wish I could be with her like that that voice might occasionally come up like once in a blue moon of <sighs> How can I... No, I never get that. How can I get that girl? Or I wish I was with her. But there's like a shadow of that that will occasionally... Yeah, and I see it before it gets anywhere near my present moments that it being. And I recognize it as the child me. The guy we sometimes forget that we are no longer. And we sometimes... It's the same part of me that will order a pizza for lunch. You know, like yeah. the, the, the lazy slob weaker man that I used to choose to be before I realized that we get to choose in each moment of every day who we are being and it's easy enough to align with better more intelligent choices that are coming from the dick energy or the, the, the positive pole as you say the actual the source mm -hmm. your source so yeah, part of the the battle that I have in this work is maintaining my calm around all the childishness that I see posted on Facebook, sometimes even in response to things that I post, but also there's some this one group that's called something like surgical technical cold approach pickup. Jesus. And it, it's 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 just weird. It's so 
so far, so disconnected from the reality of things, of how things actually play out in the real world. And it's unfortunate because it's not that men want to be in there doing this. It's just that the level of education and the level of mentoring from an intelligent male to uh, maybe a less intelligent at that moment in time or, or a man who needs some communication and mentoring, it's just not available. So now you've got everyone and their dog who's a coach and it's, you know, you see these people going, how the fuck is this person giving advice to somebody else? Because they don't even have access to what it is that they're attempting to teach somebody else. Mm-hmm. And that's, the, you know, that's the social media. It's time. because they took three girls home from a club over a period of six months. So now they're an expert picking up and pulling girls. So then they can declare themselves a coach. But yeah, we don't need to pay too much attention to that. I would just say to men, be very cautious of who you allow into your consciousness to tell you how to do stuff or guiding you. Be so cautious because as men, we are brainwashed mentally because we're negative in this part of our body. This is where we receive information. So before you kind of hand your and open your consciousness or your, your attention to anybody money. or money to anybody, make sure you really sit with it and clarify why this person is right for you to listen to. You know, whether whether that's me or whether that's you, Dave, or whether that's anybody, it doesn't matter. you got to listen and feel, all right, does this person have something that I really want to be a part of, that I kind of want living in me? Because if it's not, then walk away from it and, and wait until something better for you comes along. Nicely put. So, what else can we talk? I guess that's we've covered. I can't finish sentences anymore. <laughs> so, I'm I'm satisfied. <laughs> oh shit! There's the mic. There it is. So yeah, we sat in a park with a, an iPhone, earphones, microphone on the cable set up here. Very HD, high quality rig. I would like to share one more thing because sure. you said something a while ago that reminded me of something. The fact that you know, what's the point in going and speaking to a woman if I'm not going to fuck her, if I'm not going to have sex with her? That's what you, what you brought up that you maybe experience with a lot of the men that you work with. Mm-hmm. And my invitation or my, my way of engaging with that is that's coming from a separation where, again, he's attempting to categorize women without ever really making contact with her. So rather than separating yourself and seeing sex as just when the clothes come off and just when you put your penis inside of her. For me, life is sex. For me, everything is sex. For me, as soon as I make eye contact with a woman walking down the street, sex has begun. We are in sex. Now, it can go anywhere in the meeting, but the whole conversation, the whole uh, tone behind it, how we're engaging, how I'm speaking with her, how I'm just being in my own self with her. It's all sex. It's all happening all the time. It doesn't matter what label she's been given or what she thinks is happening. So for the men, if it makes sense to you and if you understand what I'm coming from, start feeling the sensuality in your life with everything. So when you're engaging with a woman and you're speaking to her, try to feel her as you're speaking with her. Try to feel how she's feeling right now. Try to be aware of of how her emotions are. 
may be moving and heard. Now this will take more presence, it will take a different way of engaging, but I promise you that this is what will support her in being more intimate with you. Because she needs to feel you feeling her. If she doesn't feel you feeling her, you're not even in the fucking room and she can't trust you. Because now you're a guy attempting to do stuff to her. Mm-hmm. Without ever actually making any form of contact with her. So that's what I want to say. There you go. And that's why when I first came across Chris's, well, Chris's teachings, I was like, yep, that's pretty much how things, how I see things. That's how I've been experiencing it. Because I have my own phase of approaching and trying to get girls to give me their phone numbers and things like that. And, and on dates, I'd try and use these um, strategies, take girls to lots of different bars and show her my route around town and show her how all the barmen know me and how cool I am and all that. And trying to game her back to my sex location and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> sex location. <laughs> so fucking creepy. It's weird as fuck, isn't it? And even when I had success in that, when I succeeded... I uh, didn't feel very good about it the next day. And I rarely hear from any of those girls ever again because they realize, oh, I was gamed. I was manipulated into doing that. I'm just imagining you Ubering to the sex location. Yeah, like yeah. literally putting sex location Yeah, into like Uber. the nickname of the, like the label for, the, <laughs> for my home address. Sex location. Oh. Oh, like a, on the bedroom door, there's a plaque. Sex location. And she has to sign in. <laughs> hold on darling I just need to find a blank page <laughs> uh, so yeah really, yeah. the way you put that there is exactly it she needs to feel you feeling her mm-hmm. and when a guy does that he cannot run away from himself anymore because mm-hmm. you cannot feel her as a technique <laughs> and that's what I love about it you cannot be present there as a technique because if you're present all your shit is going to come up to the surface as well and that's where the real work needs to be done. There you go. There you have it, guys. Thank you, Chris. For, thank you for, for having me. For, for, for being here. And thank <laughs> you for showing me papaya. Papaya, yes. They sure. were expensive. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <They're> worth it. <laughs> we found the, the only papaya in Poland. And you bought them both. There we go. So, cheers, guys. Thanks for listening. And that's... It. I'm not even going to plug any products because only 1% of you will have listened this far and you're probably somebody who already signed up. But give me your money. And see you on the next podcast. Bye. And then the theme music, <laughs> which I don't have. Austin Powers, get Austin.